All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by the Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you very much, Lisa. Welcome. Oilers Nation Radio, we're back in the old studio. Why? Because we don't have keys to the other one. Which is crazy that we're still here. You would think that (laughs) after, how long have we been in this building now, Dan? Uh, Officially, we've been in here since the summer of 2021. But the building has been open since 2020. So about two and a half years now, full time in the office. And we do not have keys for the Studio B. This is the, my favorite part. So I'm obviously the part time guy in and out a couple of times. A week. You guys are here 30, whatever hours a week, whatever it is. 70. 70, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I never sure leave. Get, I, live I don't know who's filling out your paychecks, but make sure you let them know. That room, that that one studio, this has happened before. It's yes. probably been a little over a year or What's something like solve, that. What's the solve though, Rick? Well, that's just it. So there, there was an issue. Couldn't get in. Got us in, whatever. <laughs> and then the team were like, you know what we'll do? We'll put some tape over here. This way, this will never happen ever again. <laughs> the team? Do you mean Tyler? Yeah, Lorenzo? yeah. Don't say well, the team. The whole, yeah, I mean, every, somebody could to have stepped fair. up and said, hey, no, we should do this, that, or no. the other thing. But I, I felt to me, there was like a meeting, sat down and said, hey, this is what we're going to do. So there's a piece of tape. <laughs> Over so to make but sure the door doesn't lock anymore. Very important to to the detail is that it's green painters tape, mm-hmm. yeah. the strongest Fog of tape. all tapes. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I looked today, door is locked. <laughs> green tape still there. Yeah. Yep. Somehow though, not working. Well, if oh, we were yes. doing door DoorDash, who delivered segment, the green tape would not be my pick. <laughs> no, no, it might be cold performer. Yeah. Well, when, we, when we had that meeting actually about putting the green tape on, we we did brainstorm if we should get keys, but we thought. <laughs> Why, no, would we, so, why would we pay 
the new keys. Can we have well, green we tape? We have this green tape in the <laughs> office. We can just tape to the door. It's I fair. feel bad doing this while Tyler isn't here. But I doubt never. When when you <laughs> when when we came up with that idea, the part that he missed in that is that you have it's to tape, tape down. No, no, you have to like tape down the lock, the, the, dog, the deadbolt, <laughs> yeah. the little nub. Or else, what happens is, and what he did is, he placed the tape nicely and gently over top of the little dongle yeah, gobbler that goes wanna, in. Don't want to hurt it. And so <laughs> and so it essentially all it does is it just marks that door knob for us as to where the actual knob part is. Cause we could have, we would have tried to maybe credit card it. You know what I mean? But that's all it does. It just shows us where the lock is. Anyway, we are in uh, the other studio, the live show studio, because we cannot get in that door. It's a good studio though. It, but the the good news is 37 people work here and I, no one knows who has a key for the record. No, I like I, I, my first thought was I'm going to blame Jay. Jay's got to have a key. And they go, no, Jay doesn't have a key. I'm like, well, if he doesn't have a key, who does have a if, key? Yeah. If he doesn't have one, no one underneath him can be expected to have one. At the, I, I'm, I would be next in line and I don't got one. I can't be trusted with these keys. You got the new bosses coming in next week. You better get on this. Fuck. It's I funny though. No, no one wanted to admit who shut the door. Like we actually don't know who shut the door. I didn't do it well, this time. I feel like Waz admitted. Waz said he? He, he. Waz said he may have been the one. Waz said I think it might have been me. Yeah, so said that when I was out of the room. <laughs> Wisely. <laughs> well, <laughs> the investigation continues. It could be anyone. That's the today's delicious debate. Who locked the door? <laughs> <laughs> For our friends at Wendy's, it is time to talk about the Wendy's Daily Face Off Survivor Pool. I got kicked out this week already, boys. I am out. So I have to wait for Monday for a fresh round to kick off. Wendy's is letting you win real food with your fantasy teams this year with the Wendy's Daily Face-Off Survivor Pool. For those of you who smoke the competition, Wendy's is rewarding you with weekly prizes that will have you winning despite your lack of team building skills. Or social skills in my case. Uh, <laughs> download the Wendy's app and score yourself 150 bonus point bonus reward points on your first order and grab a sweet victory from the mouth-watering jaws of defeat along with some fresh, never-frozen beef. Put your prediction skills to the test and score yourself 1,300 bonus points if you win the week. Use your points to grab your favorite menu items only at Wendy's. Sign up for the Wendy's Daily Face-Off Survivor Pool at Wendy's. Daily face or sorry, daily face off survivor pool is the website link. It is right there on the menu bar at daily face off as well. If you don't remember, I tried to read that ad read today on ON every day. So I'm, I'm very impressed. It's, it is like, it's so a, there's a lot, lot of Wendy's there. He had a tough go on Tuesday yeah, though. Tough, Tuesday was in, uh, uh, like on Tuesday. I made a note. Like I was just like, boys, we got to rewrite this copy when I was trying to do it. And I noticed we did not rewrite the copy. <laughs> Maybe that's why I can't read it. Probably the same if person that the key the was supposed to do it. I feel it. like whoever has the key to that room is trying to bamboozle us in the ad reads. Mm-hmm. Liam, for our friends at Wendy's, what do you got for a delicious debate? Today? Today's delicious debate. Thoughts on Knoblock's first two games as the Edmonton Oilers head coach. Knoblock, Knobby, Coach Garlic, Coach Garlic. K. Garlic. Knobster. Where are you at, Dan? What's the nickname? Uh, garlic for sure. Yeah, love garlic. garlic guy. I uh, love the Germans getting excited about that one. Yeah. Um, but uh, for me, 
I was, I, I have to admit, I was a little sassy at the end of the second period uh, when I saw McDavid and Dreisaitl come out. Me too. Again, uh, we just had a guy get fired for that. I wouldn't uh, say sassy. I was, I was of the mind, like I was making jokes because oh, it's funny, right? I, like I posted the joke that we should start the fire knoblock chant because I think a coaching change could fix these things again. And uh, I was now Rick, I was joking. I promise I, I, it was a meme and it was just to have a laugh, but uh, yeah, I was pleasantly excited uh, to see the results. I honestly, I like going into those last like two minutes, even down a goal, I wasn't really expecting it to happen. So when it did happen, it was like a pleasant surprise. We're going to definitely do a full breakdown on that game because there was a lot to talk about, especially in the back half of the game. I was like, Dan, I was making jokes when I saw them together, but then on after dark, what I said to Aaron was like, could you imagine you come into Edmonton as the new coach of the Edmonton Oilers and you look down the bench and you have the option of putting Connor and Leon together. You're telling me you're not going to touch that button. You got to press it. You got to push the button. So I, I do not blame him for doing it. Every coach has done it because it's fun. Uh, so the thoughts on the first two, first two games of the Knobloch era is that I don't think the Oilers played perfect games. I think that they managed to win both. I think that's going to help build some confidence in all of them moving forward. Now, would it be fair to say that wouldn't happen under Woodcroft? I don't think that's true, but I'm here. I'm not going to dwell on the past. We're here to talk about Nobby. And I think that uh, through two games, he's got the results to be, you know, at least somewhat happy with satisfied with, and we'll see how it goes going forward. Rick, this is very little to do with coaching. Of course. Of course. Um, I honestly think this coaching staff, last coaching staff, same thing, interchangeable, not a big deal. This team had an issue on the ice. And I know a lot of people want to point fingers at here, there, and everywhere. My, I was, if you have skates on, you are the ones who are, are going to be the ones to fix this. And it has nothing to do with um, the firing on Sunday or Monday, whenever it hell happened. And it has nothing to do with the, with the start of the new regime on Monday. It started on Saturday in Seattle. The team started to play a little bit better. The, 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 the bad bounces, the PDO, whatever started to twist, come back to where it's supposed to be. Regress to the mean. Yeah, exactly. Right. So this is, and I, this is not a shot at him or anything like that, but it has very little to do with coaching. And I'm sorry if you thought it was a coaching thing, you were wrong, but this had very little to do with coaching. The team on the ice had to figure out their issues. They are slowly starting to figure it out. They're getting some of the confidence back. They're not fully there. We've seen that, but they're trying to, they're figuring out how to uh, play better in their own end. Some of those pucks are not going in the net right away, which yep. they were in the first nine, eight, ten games. And uh, yeah, this is pretty much what I expected to see out of the team at the beginning of the season. Um, I'm no longer worried. I, uh, you know, I was getting frustrated at the at the worst point, but I said I'm not hopping off this bandwagon or anything like that. This team is starting to play a little bit better. You're starting to see the secondary guys step up. You've seen the Hyman hat trick. You've seen the, the Kane hat trick. Connor and Leon are right behind. They will start putting the puck in the net. I know Leon had a four point game there the other night. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's all coming together. Uh, Bush had three points. Nurse was doing great things there last game. Although a lot of people won't give him credit for it. Diving save that that exactly. comeback is not possible man. without that's, Nurse that's, diving that's, save. That's effort. Yep. That's effort. You start having that kind of effort, and when you're one on one battles, this team's going to be very difficult to beat. They're starting to get there. We're going to be like, we'll be just fine. I was going to save this for the the recap and we'll I'll probably just say a different version of the same story. But yep. like if Woodcroft had had a run of games from Stu above nine fourteen, a three game run, he's probably still on the bench. What's Dan laughing at? I don't know what this is. 
<laughs> it was Liam putting up his Dobby. I just can't see it, BM. Maybe I'll put it in the. I'll put it on the the stream yard. Dude. Liam being a rascal. <laughs> it was. Rascal. It came up on the screen, and then I just looked over at Liam, and he's looking right at me with this big smirk <laughs> on his face. So yeah, Nobby's starting to take some traction here, and people are now making Dobby from Harry Potter photo <laughs> photoshops. I had no idea who that was. I've never seen Harry Potter. Yeah, I don't know what this is. There you go. It's Harry Potter. <laughs> that's Harry Potter. It's the, yeah, it's the socks, the sock stealing elf. He's a free elf. He'll be the free elf. Yeah. He dies. He can't, Spoiler. He can't be free until he dies. He does something. No, something he doesn't else die. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I have a question for you, Rick. Yes. You think the other's performances had nothing to do with the coaching? What do you mean? Right now? Like, like the no, last two games? No, no, no. Before these two, when Woodcroft and Manson were here. There was nothing in there that you thought, ah, oh, maybe that was a bit of coaching. Well, I just want to go back to what I was saying then. Like you get a three game run from Stuart Skinner above 914 yeah. two weeks ago. What he's still here. What he's still here. Yes. Four point night from Leon followed up by another multi-point night goal, ba- goals and back-to-back games from Connor. Chances are Woody's still here. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I agree with that. The coaching sure. staff wasn't telling him to make a mistake there, followed by nope, mistake here, followed by not. mistake here, followed by letting the puck in the net. Mm-hmm. That started to get between their ears. But yeah, you could have... Knobloch could have been here at the beginning, or you could still be running Woodcroft right now. And this team was going to progress as long as the guys with the skates on went out there and won their battles. I do think that Woodcroft obviously got the shit under the stick. Totally. 100%. But there's a couple of things in there too, which I think indicate that maybe there was some coaching problems that we didn't want to fully admit in the sense of Woodcroft would just blend these lines for the fun of it half the time. And now we've seen two games where there's pretty good continuity minus the one period where it clearly went to crap, which is kind of evidence to prove that that decision didn't work to change it all the time. Like Woodcroft did. And there's also other things too, like Bouchard has struggled massively in the defensive zone this season. He's not been perfect these last two games by any means. And there's only so much a coach can do in such a little time but he feels like such a different player in the offensive zone after only two games under coffee that I wonder, I wonder if Manson wasn't doing enough to get the best out of his players. Two di- some, some aspects of things. You know Funny thing. Yeah, no, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But if you look at both those play, because both those defense coaches were both previous players, go back and look what type, uh, what type of games they played. Yeah. They were polar opposite. Well, that's what so the team was said. actually playing more towards the Dave Manson style, which was going to be not, Bouchard's strengths. Uh, yes. Yeah. Stre- so, yeah. So maybe that does, but we saw last year with Woodcroft and Manson that they figured their shit out. Yeah. So yes, may- this is a helpful, a helpful, a little boost out of the, uh, the hole they dug themselves. It's but a- at the end of the day, shook them up. They had to do it on themselves. And this, the coaching thing, I don't, Within one game, you as a coach, you really can't do anything. No. Within two games, as a coach, a new coach, you really can't do anything. There's parts in there, though. They don't have a lot of practice time. No. Well, what did they have? They would have had two practices with Knobloch before Wednesday. No, well, no, because he was hired Sunday. Yeah. So yeah, they had one. And one a few practice. Like, yeah. I mean, they what are you going to do in one practice? So game day, they asked, like, Hyman, hey, like, what do you I think about like, it? He's like, oh, I just but met we're him. We're not seeing those mistakes in two games. Like, I know Skinner has, has made some huge saves. But I feel like we're not seeing the ones where like Bouchard like fumbles the puck in front of the net. Well, you were at the game the other day. But Dave Manson wasn't telling him to do it. I think that was a penalty. You Dave Manson wasn't the, telling the him to Yamamoto do it. The thing? It kind of like hooked him a little bit. No? But like, here's the way I looked it at it. It was bad. I'm it was not bad. great. Yeah. So here's what I'm looking at is Bouch looks back, sees it's Yamamoto. You know how he plays. You know what he's mm. going to do. He's one of your buddies. He went and picked your pocket. 
There was a couple of <laughs> problems. So I think that the other day's game was both sides of the sword for Evan Bouchard. Sure. Offensive side of the puck, man, the poise on his stick, the play in OT when they were just whipping it around. And then eventually Kane had the, had the hat trick. The 3-2 goal. Ridiculous. The 3-2 goal. The play he made there was fantastic. My only gripe with Evan Bouchard is I wish he had the same urgency in the defensive zone as he does on the offensive side. But he's not going to be a 50-50 player. He's going to be a 70-30 player. So we have to understand that. that. But I just wish like there are plays where I go, man, just a little more effort from you. You clear that puck. Yeah. And that's, he's very nonchalant. I think that does need to come out of his, his game. But I, I'm with Rick. Is, he's never going to be a Norris shutdown defenseman. You know, yeah. He could be a Norris potentially offensive. Yeah. Let's get all the points defenseman. But I just wish just crank up the urgency a little bit Two of those goals against. And like happen. I was saying on Tuesday, I think a guy who played very much like him as a coach with five rings is going to be a, Hey guy, like calm down. Don't worry. This is what we can do. Let's play to your strengths. Like you play to your strengths, get that stuff out of your head. Because like I said, I think this team had issues in their brains at that point. They, they were second guessing themselves. They had no confidence. Yeah. Their biggest issue was inside their heads. And it was every single damn player on the team at the same time. So that's where I think like, I, I don't think but it was, was up to them to start winning exactly. to, to clear it. So and, and I like, don't think it Woodcroft, was Knobloch, you, me, him doesn't matter. That's why I think like firing Woody is like a, a, a jarring jolt that kind of went bull, like kind of getting out of the noise between their head. They're like, Oh, we have to go play now. Cause the coach got fired. There's nothing else to nowhere to go from here. And the, 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 as much as people want, you know, Holland to go or whatever, a new GM can't do shit here. Your hands are tied. Your hands are tied. Because Wait. of Holland. Yeah. Well, because, because of, of the cap, the cap situation. Is, yes. He was the one yeah, directing the boat. And my favorite but he put Holland. together a nucleus, uh, the, the nucleus of this team last <laughs> season. And it's supposed to get us through at least three seasons. And it was letting him down. My favorite yes. quote from the Holland presser was going when he got, I'm paraphrasing because I don't have it is when he got asked about Woodcroft and accountability, he goes, well, he had a hard time with accountability. He didn't have a whole lot of players on the roster. It's like, yeah, but that's not his fault. It's oh, that's, that's <laughs> your fault. Anyway. But I mean, what were you going to do? You're going to turn Brown into two players? Yes. That's about the only thing no, you can no, do. No, no. We cut him in half <laughs> and then we each take half. Go ahead, Liam. I, like, I don't know what else you could have done, but there's just things that like you go into the season with your bottom six and take away the names. You have a rookie who is unproven. Granted, Being. first round pick in Holloway. Okay. You have Ryan McLeod, who has not really been a consistent scorer in the league. You know he's streaky. Warren Fogel is the same way. Then you have a fourth line of Derek Ryan, who's now 34 years old. Who is what did he do last year, though? I don't care what he did last year. He's now 34, and it should be noted that he's very more than young. likely going like to say. fall off a bit of a cliff. I'll, I'll, not you can, cliff, you can take a dip for sure. He's a very yeah, young man so at 34. Be your 13th <laughs> forward, or just don't sign into a two-year deal. I like Ryan. The two-year deal is a strategic thing, though. Yeah, it makes sense to keep the cap down. But also, if Derek Ryan's like, hey, I want a million bucks, say, sorry, Derek Ryan, good luck somewhere else. And then you send him in. You didn't have one. They didn't have a fourth line center. You sign Yanmark, which I like, one million. That's a good deal for a depth guy. And then you bring in Adam Ernie. Why? Like the bottom six yep. just shouldn't have been good enough coming into the season. It's easy for me to say now. And be yeah, like, because oh, we're look, going I'm into so this, right. going into the season, we were confident with it. Yeah, but you, you but, were more, but we were, were expecting a, a, a top six. We were expecting a thirty-three-year-old 
34 year old Derek Ryan to somehow, you know, lose 7%, 10%, not 27%. But at the same time, we're expecting two guys out there, number 99, 97, yeah, and 29. 99. Exactly. Him too. <laughs> Is he uh, he's got no points this year, 99. Come on. But you're <laughs> expecting those two guys out there to do And they, even they weren't pulling their yes, weight or their 100%. typical weight. This was on absolutely everybody. It was. I, I'm, I agree. I yeah. feel like we're getting sidetracked. But yeah, we're getting sidetracked in a delicious but debate. <laughs> but I think what you're saying there is like the, the build of the team. We we said we're rolling back the same roster, but the same roster expected or needed McDavid to score 140 points and needed Dreisaitl to score 100 points. So and that's average was, for them. That's fine. I know. But <laughs> then when they aren't doing it, then you're like, oh, shit. Everything is bad in this world. It was one well, of the other guys weren't scoring either. It was, yeah, it was so everything went wrong at the same time. Yep. Everybody, like everybody was ice cold. Yeah. And yeah. we couldn't sit there and point your finger at one thing because you're ignoring something else. But they they, did. We needed 10 fingers to point at 10 things because all 10 things were wrong at the same time. But then time. Sunday morning they did and they fired. The well, I, that was, I think that decision was made previous. Yeah. I just, but like, I don't know. I can't a, like the only thing with me and like, I don't want to, keep going back on the decision to fire Woodcroft because what's done is done. Yep. But like, mm. I was just surprised how fast it was. Yep. Yeah, me too. And I, and I wasn't here on Tuesday. And so I, yeah, I, I won't drag the debate on any further, but like my thing is, is it's now it's a, it's a, it's a detriment to Knobloch too. And that's the issue. It's like, it's like Darnell nurse signing his big contract. People expect now Knobloch to come in and fix everything. And like we're saying the, even these two games, you can't really point to him and be like, yeah, he's the reason that this all happened. He's got time now and he's, it's going to take time for him to sink his teeth and create an identity on this team. And that's just frustrating for me as a fan, because we shouldn't be here at game. But this team doesn't need a coach like that. This team needs to, the, the players need to do it. Period. I, yeah. the thing I've liked the most about Knobloch is his great set of hair. Great set of hair. But he's like creativity. <laughs> Of things too, like to go into overtime and think the two, the one and two. Man, to, I was to, scratching my head when I saw I that two. But then he comes out and he explains. It makes sense. It makes sense. And like the creativity of like trying to, and it's two day, two games, but like try new things of like, okay, well, how about I don't exhaust McDavid and don't waste his shift and just wait and see what happens. What did you like, think? What did you think? You looked at the up moment. Oh, you were at, you were at the I was, game. I was at the game and I didn't notice until we were like hemmed in the zone. I'm like, wait, we have two defensemen on here. And then they couldn't get it out. I'm like, this feels terrible. But then he comes out and he explains the decision. And he's like, what did he say? I missed that part. He said, he's like, if we had won the draw, Ekholm would have come off. If you lose the draw, you play defense. You don't want to waste your, both your best players playing, chasing defense. Anaheim ducks did it to us three, four years ago where they won the face off. Then they went behind their net and just passed it around their net. They're going to be 45 uh, minutes to a minute, 45 seconds to a minute. We changed they came back and scored. I'm it interested to see what the like the NHL's tabled rules to prevent doing that. No, Here's- no. So they just went around their own net. Like they kind of circled in no, their own but- zone, not up and back, back and up and up. But- That's going to be an off season thing. But like, like they just asked, they were, Elias Pettersson, which yeah, is Elias Pettersson quad asked like, him. And he said, yeah, I don't know what they can do to fix it. It's like, no, no, they've absolutely come up it's with the over and back rule. Yep. Shot clock. Shot clock or over and back. Either way, go over. I didn't read it because it was a lot. Well, like I said, so I would, I I don't like the over and back because what I would do is, is I like getting the, was it ball hockey where the blue line's the blue line until you get in the blue line, then the blue line's disappeared and the blue line now is the red line. 
Yeah. I said that the most confusing that as was, possible. But yeah, that idea of you can't just go do past the, the blue hands. line. Once you've entered the attacking zone, you can't leave the attacking zone of your own volition. So like basketball, the with the basketball can't, you can't pass it back or over the half court. You can't leave the zone. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, they yeah. do all the time now. Oh, interesting. Fail. Just to try and get. See, now I don't know if I like that too much because I like when Connor does that because he gets his speed going. Yeah. So if I had to choose one, I think I'm a shot clock guy. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't know what you put on the shot clock though. The only issue is, is that unlike with basketball, you can't give possession to the team yeah, well, that you, you gave it up. So it's it? a face off again. That just slows it. It's that that is the issue. I, actually just, I think after a while you'll figure it out, and then you you won't get a lot of them. I like how they're looking to change the rules of overtime, which is electric, and yeah. not just getting rid of the shootout. <laughs> yeah, just make it ten minutes. Make it ten it's minutes. You're gonna have depth. You ha- I've you said it a bunch to, of times. You you're have, gonna have depth players coming out. You're gonna yeah. have weird matchups, and yeah. it's gonna go both ways. And you it's gotta go make to the PA spicy. for that. You gotta go deal with the PA with that one too, though, because now you're extending playing time and more injuries and blah blah blah. That's yeah. that's what's holding it back. Hey, well, stop being babies, PA. Let's figure it out. <laughs> and I like that they're trying to clean up overtime a little bit and sure. and make it even better, right? It, it. I think we all have accused it a little bit of going from when three on three started. Everybody was like, "Oh, this is crack cocaine," and now it's been overcoached a little it's bit tactical. Well, you find yeah. you find a way to defend yeah. it right so now you got to defend it well shit now i gotta go back yep. find so it'll be it interesting again. to see where they land like if they do come up with some kind of version of the over and back rule from basketball or a shot clock or whatever it is but it's gonna be interesting to see how it goes but i'm still a little bit hesitant on the change because uh offside offside challenges thought it was a great thing look at it now so I like you change, we're like change, change, change. Cool, 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 cool. Still hate and that. And then back things come. That uh, what would it be? The linesman that <laughs> missed the Matt Shane one. Come oh. on, man! He was ten feet offside. <laughs> dude, that guy. Now, now here's my question. I do that. Do get any type of uh, punishment? No. no, no. He's probably the referees guild is pretty protected. He's probably lines in the Stanley Lord. Cup finals I hear. Because <laughs> even like the officiating on the again the last game wasn't fantastic. Well, the linesmen in the last game weren't. There was a couple of or multiple times where it felt like the Oilers were in the zone and it was going to be a fucking waste if they scored. Let's talk because about the line. last game for our friends at Alberta Blue Cross. If there's one thing better than sharing memories, and that's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross travel insurance protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca forward slash travel for more information. That ad read flows, baby. Let's talk about it. There was a big win against the Kraken on Wednesday night. Boys are already started diving into it. Back to you. Yeah, I just, I like, I don't know the the refereeing again. It just it calls it into question, and it's it's frustrating. We were having a fun time in Seattle. Remember Rick, that one linesman. Linesman, and just for the record, because obviously (laughs) everyone's going to know that Rick's the one who hates all the stripes and blah blah blah. You're the only one that knows the names. Oh, and I hate the fact that I know. And it, people like look at me for this now. Uh, usually they tell me who they are too on Twitter. Anyways, no, just for the record, I see something good. I give them credit. Yes, you do. We're up in row 612. Yep. And I am trying to give the linesman th- great offside call, great <laughs> icing call, great off. So very funny. And we all j- jumped in on it. They needed that. I, I'm, dude, I'm hating what they do in the face off circle right now, though. Love uh, linesman? Oh. Yeah. What, what is it? What That's right. Mean? I forgot about that. It's Dude. just that you can't have a clean drop. They've been like, all just get in the there, Oilers. drop the puck, get in there. What's your name? What's your name? Tie your skate, tie your skate, do this, do that, do that, do that. You're out. It's like they want Let's to try it again. in the game. They yeah. want, yes, they it's want like, the attention. Drop, drop they want the, the puck, attention. Man, We're not no there to cares. see you linesmen, was, but thank you very much during, for doing your job. There was a play during the cracking game where the, the outside linesman waved off the draw 
And then nobody left the circle and he was like, okay, it's a warning then. Instead. Yeah, yeah. No, I think, yeah, they pointed the one way. Like, they pointed the one way, which means, hey, centerman, yes, you leave. New gone. centerman in. And, and then didn't. he's just like, I'm just going to stand here. <laughs> and this guy's, and the, the guy who's dropping the puck was like, all right, I'm good. All right, go back, drop. It was a, a moment in the game too. And he was right in front. I can't remember what period he was, but Steve Kazari was throwing guys out of the circle. And he's like, buddy, like, Come on. Drop the puck. Like, let's get this moving. Nobody's here to watch you. No. But everyone, he thinks everyone's here to watch yes. you. Yes. A couple of things that stuck out to me on that one. Um, for our friends at Betway, provided you're 19 plus, can do so responsibly. <laughs> I saw Connor McDavid anytime goal at plus money after scoring the night before. Oh, you hammer that every single time. As far as I was concerned, I was already spending it before the game started. Seeing Vegas and those numbers lines was another reason why I was not getting overly worried about the Oilers and their whole two and whatever the hell we were. Because if you looked at them and Jay was losing his mind in Seattle about this, but our odds were still like not very favorable for us. Oilers like, are always favored. Yeah. Like money line or Edmonton minus 160 against Seattle. We have two God dang wins. Like why? Yep. Public loves Edmonton. The other thing, the other thing that obviously, uh, two more things that I wanted to mention. Stuart Skinner came up with clutch saves when they needed it. He did that against Seattle on Saturday when we were there as yep. well. There was one against Yanni Gord, I think, if I remember off the top of my head, early in the game on Saturday. Stu stoned him. That ended up turning around and going the other way. And on, some good luck ones. They're going through his leg, and as he's turning, the he kicks it out. Yeah, kicks it out. The, so his last game, it wouldn't. Again, they were getting PDO'd like crazy. Yeah. If you don't know what PDO is, you go. What are you nerds talking about that? It's essentially the NHL's equivalent of luck. It's a combination of save percentage plus shooting percentage. Anything sub one, you go, oh, that's a little low. Anything above one, you go, okay, makes we're getting, sense. Some, we're getting some, we're some getting good bounces here. So the second thing, Stuart Skinner came up with the saves he needed to. He finished with a 1914 save percentage. That's what you need. That is just quality starting goaltending. Number three. Big Daddy Kane with a natural hattie to not only pull the Oilers back into an OT position, but ultimately win the game. But that was it. We were up by a goal. Perfect. Exactly what we want. Tie game. All right. Whatever. Down by one. All right. Like, boys, like, don't grip the... Down by two. Okay, guys. Like, seriously. Like, this is... We can do that. And they got through that. They persevered through this. Something out a week and a half ago, they were going to... It would have crumbled them. They pushed their way through. To that point. We got that goal. And then we got the empty net goal. First one of the year. And then we take it overtime. We get it. There. There's so many positives to build on out of that. So game. one of those ones too was Kane brought it back to three, two. If this was 10 days ago, two weeks ago, Seattle would have found a way to go back and, and score, score a goal to make it four 40 two. seconds. But with probably up like 90 seconds left or so, Stu made a huge save on Tara Vine and that was mm -hmm. a glove save. It was a key moment of the game. The Oilers went down empty net, pulled the goalie, get the tying goal right at, you know, 40, 40 seconds, seconds left. It didn't hurt that we were playing the Kraken who can't seem to hold a lead. To also, but like right now, but. Yeah. what I think Rick's point is like, they still had to do it. They yep. still had to put yep. the work Same. in. They still had to grind back. They still had to claw back into the game and they did it. Yeah. And then obviously Evander Kane, Liam, what was it like to be in the building? I'm thinking about of all the games, the Jonas brothers could go to. <laughs> Joe bros. They go to a game where the Oilers fall down. The home team falls down by two goals, come roaring back at the back half of the third period, win it in OT on a hat trick. <laughs> Hats come raining down all over the place. What was it like in the barn when that happened? It, it was awesome. I think the last few minutes, people were just so appreciative of the effort. 
I think it's a good way to put it. Like people were really getting behind him. And then when it went to overtime, basically until like it started again, people like applauded and chanting, let's go Oilers. And all that oh, I thought you were talking about the Jonas Brothers this whole time. No, they left. <laughs> they did leave. They left. No, they for, didn't. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. So for oh. anybody who wants to say the Jonas Brothers, they left when it was 3-1. Oh. They did. So the Oilers won because they left. Wow. Oh. Don't try yeah, Don't try and put these things. Uh-oh. Kennedy big man. I'm about to get in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> Kennedy's at the I'm door. I'm about to get in trouble. Hey, he's on my side though. The Jonas they Brothers left. curse is they real. Left. They left. The Jonas <laughs> Brothers <laughs> curse is real. Wow. Rick confirms it. Yeah. And you know what? Everything started to go bad when Joe Jonas popped that Oilers jersey on the three consecutive <laughs> cracking goals. Yeah, people blame Leon and Dry going to uh, Leon and McDavid going together. It was the Joe bros. Exactly. Um, but yeah, the vibes were sweet. Everyone got to throw the hats. I threw my first hat. Oh boy. Epic. Wow. And yeah, it was. Uh, As hat chuckers that are amongst you. Thank you for joining us. Were you. Uh, messaged me and said, did you throw it like BM did in LA? Which was basically a spike. A <laughs> did you have the spike. net in front of you though? I did. I had to bend it. Oh, I didn't, I didn't did get you, it over. Like Beckham? I not quite because this would have gone in, <laughs> but I, but I threw and I just like tipped the top of the glass and then someone threw it over. You didn't try and go up and over, man. No way. <laughs> thing is, I, there was only one way to do it and it was to try and whip it around Yeah, and I just nicked the top and couldn't get it quite over. So it landed on someone's Happens to the best of us. But Hey, I, the effort was that. How does it feel to chuck your first hat? It felt pretty good. I love I, it. I, I did it. And I'm not, I wasn't looking for it in the moment. I didn't sure. think, oh, Kane's on the ice. I got to get ready for it. I was just, just celebrate. Then I realized what had happened. I'm like, oh, I got to do it too. And then <laughs> I thought I just got that hat like a week ago. <laughs> so I was like, that oh, happened. Yeah, that happened. So, so eventually now that you're officially a hat chucker. Backup hats to the game. You start bringing up backup yeah. hats to the game. Because yeah. now so the dumb. next thing for you is to do a hat toss in someone else's rig. That one is oh, special. That would be cool. Hopefully in the mullet. Hopefully in the mullet. That would be sweet. Yeah, it was. Uh, I've lost a lot of good so hats good. that were Just brand new. For, okay, so I will be at the mullet. Yep. Nice. Me too. My personal record for nation vacation right now, my last three. Hot. All have been hatties. Was there a hattie in Vegas? Yeah. It was with Leon again. Really? Leon, Leon in Nashville, Leon in Vegas, and then Hyman. Didn't throw my hat. Did I throw my hat? I feel like I would have probably thrown my hat. Probably, yeah. <laughs> That's what I tend to do. <laughs> yeah, especially remember. after a couple of cocktails. Old bag milk's hat is off I before the puck even hits the net. Sober. I think Jay I had. Was, I got it. His hat on at the end. Yeah, Jay's, uh, yeah Jay's, uh, Jay's. Jay's. Uh, he'll take. His I hat retired. Off. I retired from throwing hats. I can't afford it anymore. But hey, that's I totally to, fair. I used to throw them all the time. That's totally fair. Yeah, I've lost too many, too many expensive items to be thrown on the ice. Can't do it. Come be a pair of socks, eh? Yep. So oh, what yeah, I exactly tend to do yeah. now, yeah, an old pair of socks, everybody's <laughs> popping their shoes off. That'd be really funny. So <laughs> the sock trick. I'm with Dan. It like, especially when it's a brand new hat, like the one that Liam threw. So what I tend to do now when there's uh, when I'm at a game is wear really old nation hat. Smart. Like one of the ones that's like, oh, I might feel bad that we don't have these anymore, but fuck is it old. The way I haven't it goes. worn it in two years anyways. I'm not going to notice. Yep. I wasn't wearing a hat in Seattle. I was wearing a toque. So you can't throw a toque. It's not the same. Oh, or a man. winter hat as they call them in New Jersey. Those fucking monsters. Is that what they call it? Yeah. They, they're giving away winter hats. You know how they have their like, the their Americans branding are weird like where that. they do like a Jersey that says Jersey and a hat that says hat. Well, they're doing winter we, hat. In, in England, we call toques hats. And all caps. like cap, those caps, like hats, caps. What do you call a uh, fedora? Fedora. Ah. What do you call a beanie then? 
like they, a beanie tube. We don't have those. Oh, ah, gotcha. <laughs> Bully. You don't exist in, in England bag milk. Sorry. I don't exist. I, I got to go over there and change the culture. It's just a hat. That's just a hat. It's just a hat. What else stuck out to you guys from Wednesday's win over the Kraken? A W. <laughs> yeah, a W. That was in nice. Edmonton. Things went their way. The I team think, looks a little more confident. I think you'll see it. They'll keep they'll keep progressing as a team. There was a forward. quote from Nobby post game um, where he kind of said, "Listen." Would I have preferred that the Oilers won five rip and everything went perfect? Yes. But he goes, I also think winning like this could be more beneficial because you really had to work for it. So the next time you're in that situation, you know for sure that you can pull yourself back out and pull out the win. Remember how to win those one-on-one battles. And it's a Pacific Division win. (laughs) Yeah. Um, There was something that stood out to me, and unfortunately it was not a positive. Sam Gagne probably shouldn't play on the first line anymore. He isn't. I know, but, but he like started that there probably on one shouldn't day. be an option. There's got to be somebody else. It was he's a just, tough, he's tough. It's not quick enough. Yeah, yeah. Everything else you would want from a first line right winger. But, but again, the I, well, who was the who was on the second line at that point? Then it would have been Kane, Hyman, and and Dry. Yeah, so you don't want to those you boys don't are break that up. But you could always go to Fogel, elevate Fogel to McDavid's line, and put Lavoie on the sec on the third line. So we're going to go over some line combos. Uh, yeah. Like Sam is, he just doesn't have the boots. Doesn't have them anymore. You know, he's got he, two robot hips and he's still trying to figure them out. <laughs> great story though. Incredible Fantastic story. story. I love that he's on the team. I want him on the team. Well, just not on the first line. And if he's in the offensive zone, he knows what to do. Yeah. Yep. And it's just getting there. That's yeah, the battle. Yep. 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 Really good. You know, it's like our rule, the old stair club rule. By the end of the nation vacation, you do it. But it's Always. a battle to get up those stairs. Not even a Appreciate you saying that, Liam, because it's an uncomfortable conversation that other fans I don't think want to have, but we have to talk about it. I, Dude, not I everybody said, can I be on the first the line. Of this season. I yeah. was going to be surprised if he even got on the roster and yeah. unfortunately got on there because of some negative negatives. Um, but I think going now, the way we have it, I think there is a spot for him in the 12. Yes. Yeah, I agree with you. I in agree. the 12 for sure. Him- uh, before we move on to the new line combos, because yes. they do have new line combos today, I do want to check in on who delivered. So everybody get your thinking caps on while I read this ad read verbatim. <laughs> For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code NATION25. That's 25% of... 25% off up to $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code NATION25. That's all caps, NATION25. Don't forget, that's the code NATION25 for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Offer valid only in Canada, subject to change. Terms do apply. So here's what we're saying. Tomorrow, it is a matinee, right? Cheers. You're hungry. You pop open the DoorDash app, you download it, you use the code NATION25, you order yourself a pre-celebration donaire, or you just order a celebratory donaire when the Edmonton Oilers take on and beat the Tampa Bay Lightning. Whoop, whoop. So now for our friends, give me a fresh ding dong, would you, Liam? Ding dong. Now for our friends at DoorDash, I'm going to ask Nation Dan, he's sitting right in front of me. Mr. Nation Dan, who delivered for you on Wednesday night? Um, it's one of those things that I like, I don't know. It's ugly. He got fined for it afterwards, but I feel like it kind of got the team fired up. It's going to be Adam Ernie for delivering an elbow elbow to (laughs) Pierre Edmore Belvar's face. I'm not like, I'm not a fan of the move, but at the same time, like 
it, it's 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 exciting to see or it's good to see a fourth line player engaging and trying to spice things up again do it within the clean the clean aspects of the game it was Adam, but no that's it, a, that's a pretty i greasy, don't know about that that's a pretty <laughs> look so i am i am following the lead of the player safety department and the <laughs> officials. That was a two minute penalty and a $2,000 fine. <laughs> so anyways, Adam Ernie gets my delivered of the week. I he can, delivered. Couldn't he delivered. more. <laughs> I, mean, I love it. I like to how Liam fair, was like, don't you say it. <laughs> to be fair, that's, bo- that's about the only thing he's done all season. But he did it at the worst time ever. I would just that say could have ended the game for the Oilers. Could have, yeah. That very, I was when I was, was watching hot. it live, I was just like, oh, please don't be five minutes. Please don't be five oh, minutes. Please don't like, be five it's minutes. It's just like the dry sidle cross check to the back of the ankle. <laughs> so Liam made this joke but, on ONE, so I gotta give him the credit for the line. But how did Dry get a bigger fine for cross checking Bo Horvat than Adam Ernie did for chicken? Chicken winging someone's well, head. And they said that that's the maximum allowable. It's, ba- yeah, it's based on what you make and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, whatever. so it is like the max allowable. For him, for anybody who makes a salary. number of like $18 and seven. <laughs> or Leon's just rolling with 10K yeah. as he goes out. But I will say this is it was not an elbow. It was going there. And then I, I don't know if he stopped himself or that's where the contact was, but it was it was mid like bicep area, which I think changed it a bit. <laughs> I'm just saying. I would say that if that happened to an oiler, we'd be raging. Yeah. I agree with that. But I just think that sometimes you need that. You need that from a guy that is useless. Otherwise, listen, if somebody is going to throw an elbow to somebody else's head, I'd love it to be Adam Ernie. (laughs) I don't think Adam Ernie will be around come this time next week. He's in the lineup this time next week. I said, but he's in the lineup ahead of Lavoie or Gagne. Let's talk about the new line combos, Liam. Let's talk about him today. Well, first, Liam has to tell us who he delivered. Li- oh, yeah. We, actually, well, nobody's told us who delivered. I'm getting distracted here. Adam Ernie delivered. All right. Rick, you're up next. We're getting sidetracked here. Who delivered for you? Uh, well, I'll tell you this. It's definitely Vander Kane. And I saw a really funny stat the other day. So Vander Kane's been in the league for, what, 10, 12 years? Yep. Yeah. 2009. So he has... Really? Shit. Yeah. He was shit, incredible. man. So anyways, he has uh, nine hat tricks, seven in the regular season, two in the playoffs, nine hat tricks in 14 years, seven, six of them. Sorry. Six of them are with the Edmonton Oilers. That is a wild stat. And he's been here for like a a cup and a half of coffee. Another thing to mention about Evander Kane um, for who delivered for DoorDash since his demotion to the Winnipeg, uh, to the third line against the Winnipeg Jets, where everybody was talking about where he had the interview with Scott Oak and people were like, Oh, he's, you know, he's calling out. He, did. he was unhappy, which is what you want no him to be. I also have no problem with it in the 10 games since 13 points, seven goals, six assists. Vander Kane has whatever he needed to do. Doing his thing, man. He just needed to talk to Scott Oak. It's funny though. Cause we, we, when he gets put on the third line, they call it a demotion, but then whatever, two or three games ago, we went with, Connor Leon Nuge down the middle and Nuge on the third line wasn't a demotion. It's funny how that works. Yeah. Nuge needs to get going. He needs to channel whatever. Cause like, man, he had some great chances against, uh, against Seattle on Wednesday and he is going to get one, but like just he's another guy. He just needs to pop one, get a little confidence. Anyway, Liam, who you got, who delivered for you for our friends at DoorDash? Yep. That's all you're giving me. (laughs) (laughs) Word association DoorDash with Liam. He was unreal. (laughs) He's the reason the Oilers were able to win that hockey game. I will go with uh, the dynamic duo who delivered the dynamic duo. Leon, six points in two games. I'm not saying they've had perfect games, but those are what we need from them. Connor McDavid, he went, what, eight, nine goals without a goal, uh, games without a goal. So to have him back to back and the goal against the Kraken on Wednesday was beautiful. 
Okay, Joey that- Decord had, he may as well have gone to the parking lot. Okay, but do we not send a card to Adam Larson? Well, you kind of- Lars was literally in his in his skating lane. And then I th- was it Leon coming down the middle? Yep. And then Lars just kind of, I'm going to go to the left side here and leave Connor's the, wide the best player in the world, a big ass lane to go in. And yeah, it was, I don't know what Lars was doing. Thank you very much, Adam. I think you did a couple things for us on Saturday night as well. I I see what you're doing to us. Once an oiler, always an oiler. Yeah. Shout out to Adam Larson who delivered. Definitely Connor McDavid. That once or twice. Listen, if this team is going to climb out of the hole that they dug themselves over the first hand, like 10 games or whatever it is, Connor being red hot is going to be a big part of it. So seeing Connor do Connor things, I'm always going to have time for that. Mm-hmm. Always. You love always. to see it. I'm going to check on the odds real quick ahead of tomorrow's matinee against the lightning to see what that anytime goal is looking like. Cause oh, chances are it's fi- probably not plus anymore. Plus 1500 to win the cup. Well, might as well double down then. <laughs> Uh, the other thing that came out today, everybody wants to talk about a little bit of line combos. Um, Dylan Holloway, unfortunately, out for months. We were all saying on Saturday in Seattle that that was his best game of the year. That might have been his best game of his career so far. He was everywhere, and I don't care if he had three penalties or two in a fight. He was everywhere. So to see him get derailed by injuries for the second straight season, it's a bummer for him, but means opportunity for someone else. So let's talk about the line combos that just came out today at practice. Liam, what do you think? Nuge McDavid Brown on the first line. I like it. I think Brown is was brought in to be a top six player, and you always need to play him in the top six. Anybody else thoughts? Can't be much worse than what they showed in the last game. So yeah. I think that yeah. Kane Drysaddle Hyman. I like that. Big boys got to eat. Understand how it works. Like it works great, and I'm not criticizing it, but it just almost shouldn't work in the same sense of like. They're all very similar in the way they like play in some regards too. Like they're all very like short distance players. I think good. I think no, dry, it works great. But that's what I mean. Like you, you know, you bring that, you bring that five together then and you're making smaller passes. Yeah. Like we said on Saturday, I think I am done with the 40 yard breakout pass. Yeah. Oh, it works well. You know what? Nobby. Another thing I've noticed, we're getting a little bit lower on the wingers on that breakout. <laughs> a little bit lower. Old bag milk sees it. I see you, Nobby. I see you changing that breakout because hanging out at the other blue line ain't it. I'll tell you that much. Um, third line, Fogel McLeod Ryan. That's Derek Ryan on the right side. That yeah. So the Derek Ryan part there, like I like that line. I don't think Derek Ryan should be there. I see. Who do you least, want there? I'd put Lavoie there. I would also put Lavoie there. I would three. Anybody else? Dan. I'm okay with Ryan. Well, Lavoie hasn't shown me much in this call up to yeah, believe that I don't know. He has, a, for real? He has a little bit. Yeah, but the thing is, yeah, you've got to consider with him too. Is who he's playing game. with. He got to yeah, play with oh yeah, Adam sure. Ernie and James Hamlin. That's fair. I think they need to know what they have in Lavoie over these next three games. He just dangled somebody in the corner, no, come out of the he, corner. That good. might have been just in front of you too. Yes, it was. It was that game. Um, he needs to play with skill. Yeah. yeah and I think he is the only threat on that fourth line, which limits and we're in, we're in an opportunity clock. where the team can just like place him there because he's, he's the right next there. offensive player to play in the top nine. Yep. We are not a top six, bottom six. We are a top nine, bottom line. hundred percent. Currently that bottom line is had Adam Ernie and Lavoie split in duty on the left side. Hamlin Gagne. Is yeah. Hamlin. Um, yeah. Hamlin. It's probably time to head back to California. You don't like him. I have nothing against him. He's just not. Better than 12 other guys. I just think 
his speed is something the others don't have that center position on the fourth line. Like if, if it's not him, then it's Gagne or Ryan. And I think it's just such a, See, and I don't mind because they were playing in a situation where one guy took the face off and then after yep. the face off, you kind of find your spot. So even if you go and take a face off and then you next, then when you're playing, when the puck's going, you're now playing the winger spot. Yeah. And like when Yamark was healthy and he was doing that, it's, it works, but it's See, I think we'll see Yanmark next week. I think, well, I mean, he should be back from his LCIR I think we'll see Yanmark next week. Allegedly. Rick's opinion. Looking at the D pairings, where I think it's interesting is that there is no changes, but Vinny is still the sixth D man. Broberg Good. recalled, still the seventh man. Yeah, there's absolutely no reason anything Vinny's done to take him out of the lineup. Uh, did your butthole pucker a little when he hit the post there in the third period? A little bit. I was really, <laughs> I was really hoping he's going to turn left and fire that puck along the boards. Like I mean, it was it was a uh, delayed penalty. Fire that puck forehand along the boards. Yeah, let him touch um, it. Who cares? Yeah, or get it to the other side. So yeah, I get it, but it's a it's, you're just trying to do a little too much. It was one of those didn't ones go where, in, uh, thankfully, but yeah, <laughs> it was one of those it, ones uh, where yeah, I did a legitimate face palm inadvertently. I was like, oh my lord! <laughs> yeah, it was a yeah I mean, it did. It worked out. It's fine. But then my favorite part about it is they were following kind of Vinny around after it happened on Sportsnet, and he just, <laughs> he looked like he saw a ghost. Oh well, yeah, he, <laughs> he, I think he's. He I, I think for for that player in a vacuum, he's had a good season so far. I have no problems with him. I don't have a problem with him. I would just like to no, I just that play made season. me old butthole pucker. He's had a oh yeah, that was season. that was scary. But like, I, dude, week and a half ago, backwards to this season, that thing goes in the net. It, it'll be oh, interesting totally. to see when they put Broberg in. Yep. I'm curious too, just to see because the coach needs to see him. Yeah, needs coach needs to see is. him, or otherwise he's recalled for no reason. That's yeah. pointless. And then after that, it can be a bit of like, okay, well. Now you've made, you know, you can make your decision on how you want to play. Do you want the bigger guy in Vinny who's probably a bit stronger? Well, not probably. He's definitely stronger defensively than Broberg. Or do you want the offensive mindset if that's the way Paul Coffey wants to play, right? Mm-hmm. Is have pucks going quicker up the ice and Broberg's probably a better option. But I agree. Vinny's done. And it's funny because if you, if you think about Paul Coffey and what he played with, he was definitely. It was the boots. We had both though. We, there were guys that, that was back when you used to have like an offensive guy and then, you had, the the Ke- and then you had the Kevin Lowe guy and you know, yeah. So it'd be interesting to see what he, how he handles that. We need Igor Ulanov back. I would take that. Mm-hmm. Time for Ask the Idiots, boys. Got three questions here. Uh, and I think I, Kennedy's got a bonus one when she comes in for her quote game. We'll get that to get to that in a second. Liam, you're the first idiot in my line of sight. <laughs> This one comes in from Brett. There's been a lot of negativity around the Oilers this year. Granted, a lot of it's been deserved. What is something that you have liked about the Oilers season so far, whether it's a player, moment, situation, or so on? Uh, I try and think of a collective answer. Warren Fogle? I feel like he's, he's not been that great the last few games, but I feel like when everything was going to shit, he was actually pretty solid. But he hasn't been bad. No, so he's, he's either neutral bad, or good, which is a, a, a good thing for us. Rick, what do you got? What's a positive for you? Player, situation, or otherwise? Well, like I just said, I'll, I'll uh, in a vacuum in a small little uh, small little of uh, scale here, it's Vin. I think that we had a question about our six, number six defenseman coming in, and you've seen him putting up 16, 15, 17 minutes, and I don't think you've noticed uh, a big detriment on, on the line. So I think that's a really think, good thing for us. Dan, what you got? Um, 
like I feel like everything has just had a little tinge of negativity to it around the team pretty consistently. I uh, like the last three games. Glenn Gullitson? Uh like, oh, the Teflon Don. He's, <laughs> he's uh he's been consistent throughout this entire season and then and haven't really had to call him into question. I don't know. Like it's, it's one of those years where it's just kind of everybody's had their question mark already and we're just getting it out of the way early. You know, that's, that's a positive for me is that uh, everybody's had a problem. A January losing streak is out of the, is in the exactly. rear view window already. Exactly. <laughs> if I'm looking for a positive, um, you know, he scored a big hat trick goal, the other a big hat trick the other night um, Evander Kane. I thought he, after, having the detrimental season he had last year after Patty Maroon stepped on his wrist and people were like, what's he going to be like next year? Is he going to be able to score? What's his shot going to be like to see him with seven goals already and 13 points in his last 10 games. I think that if there's a positive of Vander Kane rebounding after what was a very, very tough personal season for him last year with injuries, like he had that wrist thing and then he busted his ribs shortly after coming back. And he just, he was never really the same of Vander Kane that we needed him to be. And he looks a lot more like that guy this year. So I'm going to say that's a positive for me. He is that guy, pal. (laughs) (laughs) And I also want to thank him for that quote against Calgary, that video that came out, the, what are you going to do? None of you are, none of you are going to do anything about this. still makes me laugh because he's right. He is. What are you going to do? Who's going to dance with Evander Kane? None of those clowns. Leads the league in uh, scrums. Kane? That was a quote from He's like one of those guys too. Like I love guys that can chirp and talk shit and throw the body around, but then they can also back it up with some goals. That's just it. That's why he's always in scrums because ain't no one want to fight him. I love it. Uh, second question. We're reversing the order nation. Dan, this is just, you got to put on your, uh, you got to pull your crystal ball out for this one. Okay. You got it. Got it. Is it ready? Mm-hmm. Perfect. What is your best guess as to what happens with Jack Campbell? He's having a tough time in the AHL. We're talking about in the early eight hundreds for a save percentage. Is it a trade? Is it a buyout or does he return to form and come back to the Oilers? Okay. Crystal ball says that he probably spends the whole year in Bakersfield and then they have a conversation in the off season about whether it's like mutually agreeing to terminate the contract or whatever. I, I think that's probably where it ends up. You cannot mutually agree to that contract. Well, I mean, I would be blown away if he hand shook and said, keep that money. Yeah. He's not no, Adam Oates. The, the NHL PA would not allow he's it. He's not Adam Oates at the end of his contract. No, yeah. That's yeah. I don't think that. However, maybe, and this is, Maybe, you know, a little too positive. Well, it wouldn't be really positive, but it would be very helpful for the Edmonton Oilers. But maybe you can see him taking a Slater Cuckoo type of LTIR and... Uh, taking care of himself. Yeah, the whole mental health yeah. side of things. We yeah. spoke about that on Wednesday, too, on the live show. Because like, here's one thing, too, about pro a sports. It's a practical thing, and it's, it's horrible. Mm. here's one thing about pro sports is we like to point at contracts. We like to put a point at players like they're robots and they're just numbers and all that shit. And he's a human being. Mm -hmm. So Slater Cuckoo did it where he had to take care of himself. And we saw the clips. He's talking to Gazdick, right? Yes. Yeah. So we saw those clips where he's talking to Luke Gazdick and you know, you feel for a guy in that situation and maybe Jack's the same, but um, Liam, what do you think is going to happen? I don't think this should happen, but I think he's going to get back on track in Bakersfield for like a couple of weeks and they go, this is going to be like, he's back. And then we see him back up here and then he's not going to be good. And then I think at the end of the season, they have, they have no other option, but to buy him out. I think it's the buyout for sure. I think it's, there's it's a the buyout practic- for It's sure. the only practical thing to, 
think. Like, yeah. I mean, the I don't think he should play again for the Oilers. I don't think he's good enough, and I don't think the Oilers can. Like, we're sitting here uh, and talking about when Pickard should play games. I have more trust in Pickard to play a game than I would Jack Campbell right now. And that is a big problem. And I'm sure a few of the guys in the dressing room think that way too. Is like, this guy's here. Like, he might be, I'm not saying he's not a good guy. Evidently, he's a very good person. But he's not a good goalie. He shouldn't play for the Oilers ever again. My guess is the Oilers don't want to do a buyout. My guess is they vastly overpay to trade him somewhere. I, I don't know if anyone's going to take him. But like we saw, like the the Kings did it with Cal Peterson. Yeah, well, and some team could take him on and then shuffle. What him was Cal Peterson's numbers? He well, he was worse. Same contract, basically the same numbers. Worse numbers? He had like an eight sixty eight. Well, did he go down to the AHL at all? Yeah, yeah. He went they, down they and sent did he have down. worse numbers in the that's AHL? Yeah, they sent him. No, he actually had better in the American. That's where <laughs> okay, they well, sent yeah. him down on the first year of his deal too. That's See, and that, I get that, but I just like the way Jack went down, and things have actually dipped numbers of highs. But I think he'll like he's better than an AHL goalie. I think so. So I think yeah, that 100%. eventually he's going to rebound in the AHL. He's going to be like fuck, like. Okay, I'm here. Let's just play. And then there's no pressure for him down there, really outside of well, I mean saving your there's career. A lot maybe. of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> but like ultimately to win day to day like there is up here, I don't think it's the same pressure. It probably didn't help him that his first three games were in Canadian markets. Yeah, like definitely. Not. Markets. In Vancouver and Calgary. Vancouver and Calgary. Like yeah. you know, this could have probably seen like helped that out a little well, bit. Well, so I like, was thinking about that too. Valley or whatever. I bet, and I don't know anything about anything. But I bet the Oilers' plan was to have him down there for those three games and go pick him up when he was in Calgary. Probably. Yeah. Well, they did that. That was best case scenario anyways. Broberg. Yeah, I think that was probably the plan, but it did not go the way they thought it was going to go. So my bet is I think that they pay a lot to get rid of him to avoid a buyout. I, I don't even know what the price is. What do we talk about? I said, how many uh, years of of uh, draft picks can you can you trade right now? I think it's three. Is it just three? We can't do the NBA thing. We can't go up to like twenty fifteen. But yeah. have all of those. Swap the whole decade. <laughs> I don't. Can you even protect picks in the NHL? Yep. Can you do that? Yeah, you okay. can. Yeah. Draft protected. Only for like, you top can only 10. be like top 10 though. It can't Usually, be like top yeah. three, right? Uh, I think there it is. Could. I mean, the other team yeah. has to sign off on it. Oh, interesting. I think there's, I think that's been a stipulation. Lottery before. protected. Well, I, well, it's usually lottery protected. Yeah, the lottery is that, but it's that. Which is top three. Or no, top no, 10. Lottery, right. Yeah, lottery is top 10. Top 16. Technically, well, technically yeah. now. Yeah. So I'm looking at um, the Cal Peterson trade. Yeah. Five, five million bucks a year, but his was three, not five. To well, trade four. him, but now there's only three left. Three and a half. And if you traded them in some, and yeah. Cal Peterson was what twenty twenty nine. He's twenty nine, and he so catches the weird way too. So, so that definitely had to cost. cost he more. was twenty eight at the time. So to get him off the Kings' books, they had to go traded from the Los Angeles Kings with Sean Walker, Helge Granz, and a second round pick in the twenty twenty four draft for Hayden Hodginson and Ivan Provorov. So, but on top of that too, they had to keep two million of Provorov. Yes. Who kept two million of Provorov? LA. Because so Philly traded Provorov to LA and then LA technically traded into Columbus. So that LA could retain two two point zero two five. So I guess the point here is that just it 
was LA, but it was, what was LA's cop situation at the time? Because we can't exactly eat very much. LA's cop situation was an issue too, because that was when they were, was it as small as ours? That was the summer of Gavrikov and they had to let Corpusalo go for nothing. Wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it been last summer. Yeah. summer. Yeah. So Gavrikov signed, but they couldn't afford Corpusalo. No. So and right. they shipped out other people too in the Dubois deal. Yeah. They shipped out three depth plays in a Dubois deal. So, I mean, like it's doable, but it's not, it's going to be costly. Well, Jeff Jackson and his friend, his unnamed friend better get on things then. But the difference between LA and Edmonton too, is that LA have a ton of prospects who could come in and play. Like if you look at the team on cat friendly, they have Quinton Byfield, Kaliev, Lafreniere, Anderson Dolan, and then also Trevor Lewis all making less than a million. And Quinton Byfield is having a very, very good season. Like the others can't call up five guys to play in their forward group who make Why less not? than that. Because they don't have them. <laughs> they, <laughs> they have Brad Malone, exist. though. They have physical people. Just you don't want to see the return the of Drake? I I want to be against it. Bring up but Drake. But he's also not like that. Bring up Borgo. You get Drake Adula and that's it. That's all. You, you know what he is. Like you look at Borgo would be good. I would do that one. But Byfield's 21. Kaliev's 22. Lafreniere is 22 and Anderson Dolan's 24. Like they have growth. The others call up guys. It's like Greg the egg, Brad Malone, Tulio, Seth. Yeah. yeah Tulio, I guess. Savoy. Seth Griffin. Savoy's playing fourth line in Bakersfield. Yeah, they're just starting them on the bottom, working their way up. <laughs> Either way. <it'd> be <laughs> a lot different. <laughs> so we'll see. The, so in other words, there is light at the end of the tunnel. There you're going to have to get is, creative. The option isn't dead, but it's going to be tough to wake it up. I would say it's on the mat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, It is on the mat. Okay. Last question. Ask the idiots. Then we're going to get to Kennedy. Kennedy's quotes game is coming up after this one. <laughs> Just in case she's not listening out there. I know she is. Dan, how many more wins before we can say the Oilers are back? I think you got to get back to 500 before you can truly say that that things are okay. So I would say whatever that is for 500 for a season. I know four, nine and one. Five, nine and one now. Five, that board out there says five, nine and one. Yeah, I five, nine and one. We need 40 at back to 500. So four more wins or another win for every loss. So there you go. Rick, how many more wins until we can say the Oilers are back? They are back. You noticed you've seen a big change since the Seattle game. Obviously they, you know, 500 is not going to make them back or different. They are back. It's now about them just to get back to where they should be. Liam, how many more wins before we can say the Oilers are back? I will say three because that would mean they win three of the next four on the road. Right. So if they win three of the next four on the road, I think it's fair to say they're rocking and rolling. Again. You got Kennedy in the I studio. kind of agree with Rick too. Sorry that they kind of are back halfway there too. They are. You can't, you've been down, you, you got to one win at a time, right? You can't, yeah, yeah. you can't make up this record one win, at a time. one win at a time. One shift at a time. How granular do you Three want? Three in a row. You should go two wins at a time. As, Just Jordan, two wins like at a time. as Jordan Sparks once said, one step at a time. There's no need to rush. Bubba Sparks? Jordan Sparks. Yeah, it was Bubba Sparks, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kennedy, you're in here. How many more wins before the Oilers are back? They, out of the next like six upcoming, I'm just looking at the whiteboard now. They got to win like four out of the next six. And I think we're, we're back in business. All right. And you said you had a bonus Ask the Idiots question for the boys. I do. I do. What do you got? Um, my bonus Ask the Idiots question is, if you were a condiment, what would you be and why? A condiment. If you're a condiment. Uh, <laughs> and also Tyler's not here. So you can also name one for Tyler. 
And he can't defend himself. Oh, Tyler's is lukewarm water. Yeah. <laughs> that that's, what, that's what he puts on his hot dogs. He's just Tyler's, tap water. Tyler's is fat free mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> Bubble sparks. Ah, hot mustard. Sparks. <laughs> um, what would I be? Did you say hot mustard? Hot mustard. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Quite a variety. Uh, different flavor, different day. Don't know what's different, different uh, tastes. Mm-hmm. Locale. <sighs> mayonnaise. <laughs> I thought it was going to be something like English. You are very, you are very uh, creamy. Why are you just, <laughs> It's too good. I don't know mayonnaise. why. It's just, I like mayonnaise. Me too. I'm going ketchup. <laughs> ketchup. Why the ketchup? Yeah. Uh, because it's a standard sweet sugar-based condiment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go. I, you know what I am? I'm yellow mustard. Uh, some people like it. Some people hate it. I personally love it. I'm not really a fan. See? Some people don't like it when it gets spilled on jerseys. I probably have seven to eight different types of mustard in my fridge right now. I have at least four. And one type on front of your jersey. No, that came off very well. Came right out. Shout out to Mrs. Towelboy for the how-to. We have got Kennedy's Quotes game coming up. No Tyler this week, so we can make fun of him. First of all, though, I have to say, fuck you, Rick. (laughs) I was like, you didn't even hear everything. The Jonas Brothers, <laughs> they, they did they not leave when it was three one. They, they, they only left when, because, because they, they had to go gamble. They had to go. No, they left they to go only gamble. Got scared. No, they had a table booked at the River Creek. No, they were told to leave. <laughs> they had a table booked at the River Creek. They were told Cree. to leave because the Oilers got scared because they were performing. They were playing in front of like actual. They were literally walking down Jasper Ave and nobody even blinked an eye. We're not going to recognize them. Yeah, there's tons of pictures online. You're not in the. I have breaking news. Go ahead. Oh, no. From Robin Brownlee. Ruben Bronte. <laughs> I'm told defenseman Bo Akey selected 56 overall by the Edmonton Oilers in the 2023 NHL draft. Playing with the Barry Colts. He's going to be hurt. Is done for the season after having to repair a dislocated shoulder. He is an oiler. Oh, he is an oiler. Oh, oh I, thought we, I thought we shook this. Yeah, no kidding. Wow. As soon as you're like, you I threw up my punch number. card. Man, he was going <laughs> to. I threw out my punch card for shoulder surgery. I think it's safe to say he broke so, achy breaky hearts. <laughs> oh, get cold. No. We, um. Okay, I won't no. tweet that one. <laughs> oh, that was a the test Prin- kitchen here. Uh, yep. I was like, Gene Prince would be proud of that. Uh, well, um, we yeah, got Kennedy's you, quotes game here. Can you got, hit the Bluetooth, the Bluetooth is up. We are Thank ready you. to go Here's. for Kennedy's quotes game. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We're back. Love that ad. Fantastic. Love the way Tyler talks about Coke Zero. Actually, the ad right now is Polysporin. <laughs> Love the way Tyler applies Polysporin to his scritches and scratches. <laughs> Got infections. The One Direction infection. Anyways. Uh, I'm here with my quote game. All right, take out your notepads and pens. How many we got today? We got six. Here we go. Two of somebody. Number one. This is the last Oilers practice because they missed playoffs again for the 12th time. Oh. Oh. Uh, Sad. Is that a future one? They were even a part of the company when that one came out? No. It's going to... How did you find that? Just roll back. She really is going back to like, I think oh, like she's I'm going, going back to North like by North first episodes. That was Chris, the intern. <laughs> it's just people who don't. I'm going it. back in the trenches. Find some dumb shit. That reminds me of going back in the trenches. We're bringing back the hot sauce trivia game. Oh, yeah. The chicken nugget trivia game. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, chicken nugget trivia. You got to dip it in hot sauce. Stop. That's fine. As long as I get some nuggies. Done. Okay. Witness. And some milk. He wants mail. Need some milk. Need some milk. Yeah, we saw how you handled your hot, hot box. (laughs) Exactly. Question number two. Okay, two. It's a soup strainer. What? (laughs) It's a soup strainer. strainer. I'm I'm thinking I'm going over here. Dan, can you say it's a soup strainer (laughs) for me? (laughs) It's a soup strainer. (laughs) Number three. Also, Pulley RV is an RFA. Are you fucked? That's obvious one. All right, well. Well, man who swears on this podcast. Oh, there's one grumpy bear that loves to say those kinds of things. Number four, turn his mic off. Kennedy. <laughs> Kennedy. That's why it's called the Kennedy game. Number five, I'm going to a couple, I'm, I'm going to place a couple of shekels on people this week. That's another good one. <laughs> At least I got two. At least I know that one. <laughs> yeah. And number six, everybody sat on their fucking hands. I just didn't get myself. <laughs> okay, maybe I missed one. That is also the way Kennedy wins, is if you don't get your own. <sighs> okay, okay I'm not feeling sense. confident whatsoever. No, nor am I. I am not feeling good about okay. Kennedy's boys. game today. Um, Tyler, how are you feeling about it? Getting me armchair GM horny. All right, relax. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, number one, this is the last Oilers practice because they missed playoffs again for the 12th time. BM? I had Rick. I said Liam. I said BM. I have bag milk. I did this. I pure shot in the dark for me. Mm. Oh. I kept guessing bag milk on everything and I had to change them. Oh, that it is, is Chris, Chris the intern. intern. I was right. Oh, is that from the one episode? Is this an old one or the time he came in? You know, he said he was a linesman in the AJHL, but I've never seen that man. Technical <laughs> He's so good. He just blends into the traffic, you know? Well, that's, a good, that's a good linesman. I don't want to notice yeah, them out there either. That's true. I'll tell you, there's some of them out there, though. He gets in there, you know, yeah. goes in, does That just reminded me of the way this practice. Oh. Unfortunately, this is the last Oilers practice of the year because they missed the playoffs. Bag milk gets the win. Why yeah. do I sound so childlike? Fuck. Let's go. 
We were oh. young back then, bag milk. Yep, young and full and of hope. We and were young. Piss and vinegar. <laughs> I got too cocky. But that was, okay. what, 12 head coaches ago? <laughs> One out of six. So. Do you guys see yeah. that that graphic? I wish I could give the guy credit, but counting assistant coaches? 24. 24 for Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Jesus. It's pretty good. That's a lot. It's crazy. It's pretty good. That means you've been a good team for a long time. <laughs> number two. <laughs> yeah, into a good team. Okay, yeah. number two. It's a soup strainer. VM. I had Liam. I said yeah. Rick. I have. I had to go backwards. I have Dan now. I said Liam. Survey says. The Glenn Anderson. That's, that's, like, a tippet, that's not, like a tippet one. Tippets is Tippets is just thicker. It's Whoa. it's a soup strainer. Oh. It is Dan Rick. Cool. Oh, she win. is angry. You. Yeah. Comes out oh. with a clutch win. She's trying to attack Rick. I feel like there's personal feelings here for his thoughts on the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Okay, number three. Also, Pooley RV is an RFA. Are you fucked? So that's Tyler. That was Tyler. 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 Jay, <laughs> <Okay>, so bad. <laughs> you don't have to give an agent permission to seek a trade. And, that's and also, Pooley RV is an RFA. Are you fucked? And that's where all these like classic Tyler. Account. So aggressive. I am Kate. I fucking. I really thought. I think I'm gonna go six for six. No. Rick is in the mix here. Tyler, how are you doing? Getting me armchair GM. All right, relax. Goodness gracious. It's like he's in the room with us. I have nothing of what you have, so probably right. (laughs) Okay, number four, turn his mic off. Uh, I have Dan. Again, shot in the dark. BM. Me. I said Rick as well. Connor went three. Is this he'll get any points. Hold on, is this the tourism Jasper cold performer of the week? Good Tyler Yamamoto, one assist. Just turn his mic off. Nick, your <laughs> Rick on fire today. Call this me is six. Not, no, I. This is no, not going I'm the way you it. thought it would. No, it is really not. I like the look on Kennedy's face. She's no, I do not. Right no, and he's fucking dancing over here. He's emoting on you. Number five. Um, number five, I'm going to place a couple of shekels on people this week. That is me. I say shekels a lot. I knew it was you, but I said Rick. I said BM. I knew that and I changed it. So you're lucky. That's Liam. It's uh, I have Liam. I knew. Yeah. Damn it. I'll take three out of six. I thought she was trying it was to. on, bro. It's on right in front of I us. I know. I know. I, uh, Tyler and I, I were talking about it and I was like, I'm going to place a couple of shekels on people. No. It's oh my God. Oh, I was Dead certain it was me. That uh, is not good. No. Uh, you got it by accident? Yeah. He thought oh, he when you said you. shekels, when you said shekels, or oh, sorry, yeah. when so when when she said shekels, I was like, okay, that's BM. But then when she read off the sixth one, I knew no, that I had to go to the fifth one. So no, I know, but he read off read off yeah. the sixth one. I said, Hey, wait a second, someone's missing. So I went back without even thinking you about which one it was. It. Oh, and the last okay. was me, by the way. Uh yeah, it is. What is the last quote? <laughs> Strike. They like dog shit and we're still losing two nothing. Or we're only down by like a goal and there and there's a piss poor <laughs> effort and the fans boo. The players can't be fucking upset about that. No, but even in Edmonton, the when they announced the the opening lineup sit on their hands. When they brought them all on the ice and introduced them one by one by one, everybody fucking sat sat on their fucking hands. <laughs> That is a perfect score I for Rick. Came out to get me I too. Hate you. Yes. No. This was not. Thank well you, done, Rick. No. Thank you. I've got one of six. <laughs> one of six. No. Rick is dialed in. Six of six. Liam, how'd you do over there? Um, four. <laughs> wow. Pretty good. Nice work. Four or six. 
Wow. You rascal. <laughs> I know. Fuck. No. I was trying. Kennedy be- woke up and chose violence, and unfortunately, <laughs> so did Rick. <laughs> I was like, two can play this game. <laughs> All right. I'm you want to stick around for hot and cold performers? Sure. I'll sit. Excellent. I'm here. We got hot and cold performers coming up. I got to tell you about Cornerstone Insurance for. Uh, 90 years, four generations. Cornerstone Insurance has been Edmonton's premier boutique insurer right here in the city. If you go to cornerstoneins.ca, you can get a quote right online. Takes a couple of seconds. Also, Citizens of the Nation, there's a button for you to click and get a little discount. You need insurance anyway. You might as well do it through Cornerstone Insurance. That is cornerstoneins.ca, cornerstoneins.ca. Woo! (laughs) Ric Flair is in. Ric Flair is in. He is here. He loves insurance. (laughs) (laughs) As we do every week, we start off with our veggies. Start off with our cold performers of the week. I'm going to start because I'm selfish. (laughs) My cold performer of the week for Cornerstone Insurance is just Dylan Holloway's luck. Yeah. Saturday against the Kraken, we were all down there for the nation vacation. Arguably his best game of... It was was his best game of the season. Arguably his best game as an oiler. And to see him go out long-term with an injury the very next night, that's just bad luck. So Dylan Holloway's bad luck is my cold performer of the week. Nation Dan, you're right in front of me. You're up next. Your Cornerstone cold performer of the week. I'm just going to give it out to the uh, sprinkler head mount thing that popped up and took out the bottom of Carlos Sainz's car started a whole <laughs> bunch of issues that are going to, that are absolutely going to continue. And I think that this might be a cold performer of the week for next week as well. Did you see he got a 10 yes. place grid penalty Brilliant. and it cost Ferrari millions Brilliant. to fix it. Brilliant. And, <laughs> and it took, took multiple, multiple hours of Clark County officials to go through the entire track to make sure that it's not going to happen again. And they missed practices this morning because of it. So uh, yeah, F1, you get my cold performer of the week. Oh, that's cold. Earned. Earned's not given. Yep. Rick, you're up next. Your cold performer of the week for our friends at Cornerstone. Well, right now we have something going on in Europe right now, right? It's a bit of a, well, not an introductory, but it's a showcase in the NHL to the rest of the world. Oh, oh yeah. so they want to showcase the NHL. They want to showcase hockey. However, if you live up here in Canada in the jail, F you TSN <laughs> has decided to bet only Ontario because of the regional market, blah, blah, bullshit. And they have said, you know what? The rest of Canada can go fuck themselves. So TSN is strictly on you for not showing the game to everybody. We have been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, run amok and flat out deceived. Liam, you're up next. For Cornerstone Insurance, your cold performer of the week. My cold performer of the week. Usually I like to have a little bit of fun with this segment, but we had a bit of a scare in the Horbin household this past week with King Charles, my dog. He has a, a pinched nerve in his back and it didn't look good the other day, but now he's, he's coming along pretty well. It's the first time he's ever been hurt. So he's pretty worried about life at the moment, but he's, <laughs> he's good. So my cold performer is uh, pinched nerves. What the hell is going on? <laughs> It's how it feels when something goes on with your dog too. It's just like, what is going on? What is happening? You're like, tell me what's wrong. I want to yeah, know. Just learn English it. for three seconds. Yeah. You can figure this out. Just tell me. Uh, Kennedy, you're up next. Your cornerstone cold performer of the week. My cornerstone cold performer of the week is the, how this time of year with how dark it gets at five o'clock, four thirty. Mm-hmm. It sucks. I hate it. I was leaving HQ yesterday and I was driving the dark and I got home and I was like, well, it's midnight already, and it was 5.30. <laughs> I hate it. See, as you can see, the more you fuck around, the more you're going to find out. 
I was going to go again, but I forgot I was selfish and I went first. Good for me. Thank you, me. Shout out to me. Pat myself on the back. There you go, pal. You did a good job. Thanks. Are you talking to yourself again? Uh-huh. Is this thing on? Nope. Reversing the order. Kennedy, you're on the spot first. You are cornerstone hot performer of the week. My hot performer of the week is the Jonas Brothers for making my childhood dreams come true. I was in spitting distance with uh, Nick Jonas and Kevin Jonas and all of them. And they won the Oilers game. Which one's the shittiest of the three Jonas? Kevin. Ke- uh, the bonus Jonas? There's a fourth one. There's a fourth Jonas brother. Yeah. Is that the guy who sat in the, the seats with them? No, he wasn't. A, he's a that TikTok a star. Ryan Reynolds look. I thought that was Jackson yeah. Mahomes. Sure. <laughs> Travis Kelsey. Soon. He's name? next. The bonus Jonas brother. Him and Taylor, they're going to come up next. Kelsey's got that singer girlfriend, right? Uh, yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Does she have songs? I don't know. I've never heard of her. Uh, the fake guy is smoking hot. I think her name was Hannah Montana. Oh, I love Miley yeah. Cyrus. All right. Now it's cooking. Good for Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Dating a Cyrus. That's very exciting. Uh, Liam, you're up next. Uncultured. Your, your cornerstone. Uncultured swan. Hot performer Literally. of the week. My hot performer of the week. Um, I did it on the, the other show, but I'll do it on this one. It is McMullet for taking me to the game on Wednesday and allowing me to throw my first hat. Liam bragging about having friends on the hot cold performers. Yep. He's a hot guy. Is that the fourth one? I believe that is the fourth Joe Burrow. No, that was just that a kid? random fan they took a photo with. There's no way. That's not a real I thought brother. they were triplets. No. No? Yeah, aren't they? Kevin's the oldest. Nick's the, or No, Kevin's the oldest. Joe's the middle. And then Nick is the youngest. By second. I beg to differ. That guy looks pretty young to me. <laughs> and then Frankie's the youngest. <laughs> the two Biden. youngest. Because the fourth one doesn't really count. Fourth one doesn't really count. <laughs> Rick, you're up next. Your Cornerstone Insurance Hop Form of the Week. I don't know how it lasted this long. But everybody should be giving a thank you to this. It's the return of plastic straws and plastic bags. Whoa. Thank the world. Jesus what? Murphy has what? been ridiculous. What? what do you mean? Yeah. They're back. Where? Really? Yeah, they just, yeah, they uh, shot down uh, whoever decided it yesterday. So oh. we're coming back with plastic straws and plastic bags. Let's go. Are we still paying for paper bags at McDonald's though in Edmonton only? No. Well, I don't know about that, but I'll be taking a plastic bag. You want to put my big, <laughs> put my big, Mac, my, my big Mac in my Safeway bag, please. My plastic Safeway that was never once used only one time bag. I'm going to do the thing like I did when I was Idiots. a little kid. I'm going to go get 15 plastic straws. They all go in the drink and I'm using all of them. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Plastic straws. I'm in. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Well, <laughs> <laughs> technically a hot performer. Yeah. So technically. Uh, Nation Dan, you're up next. You're a Cornerstone Insurance Hot Performer of the Week. Uh, well, it's going to go out to Evander Kane for his hat trick last night. Much needed uh, for us. Or last night, sorry, two nights ago. Uh, much needed uh, injection of a win to this team. And it's also going to go out to my favorite band, AJR, for releasing their new album, The Maybe Man. Give it a listen. It's getting hot in here. Shout out to Nelly. What's he Shout out to? to Nelly. Well, not enough, probably. Not enough. Uh, just to wrap it up for Cornerstone Insurance, my hot form of the week. 
I don't know if he can hear me out there, but I hope he can. It goes out to Gavin. Um, he was running the yeah. show down in Seattle. And it's always one of those things where when you're doing the trips, Dan's done it before. There's always things that pop up and come around. And I just thought he handled it in stride. He found ways to pivot. He found ways to keep people in the loop. He communicated well. And it's a tough gig. It's a tough job. And I thought for his first ever nation vacation at the helm, I thought Gavin did a great, great job. And I want to give him a little bit of love. Secondary hot performer of the week to Gavin for driving me home for the airport. Jones barbecue and foot massage. Jones barbecue and foot massage. There you have it. We got to go an extra 20 minutes because Tyler's not here. What do you think of that, Tyler? I can't wait to see the notification hit his phone that there's an hour and 20 minute episode (laughs) of Oilers Nation Radio. We're going to wrap it up. We want to thank you guys for being here. As we do, we're going to close this out. Score prediction tomorrow against the Lightning. Nation Dan. I said 3-2 lightning victory. Spitz. Rick. 5-2 Oilers. 6-5 Oilers. Kennedy. 4-3 Oilers. 4-2 Oilers. Let's go. Have a great weekend, everybody. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.